Hi guys, welcome back to the I'm Factor podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella, where I talk about career, lifestyle, self-care and wellness, and other major topics adults go through. The I'm Factor is all about understanding what you bring to the table and using that factor to help you live your best life. I bring impactful guests and experts on along the way to showcase the I'm Factor in action. I hope this episode motivates and inspires you in some way. Thanks for listening and let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the I'm Factor podcast. I am very excited for this short and sweet episode. It will be a lifestyle topic, which I'm super excited about. I do have to say, I have terrible, terrible allergies, so fair warning, as I'm sure you can already hear, I sound very stuffy and nasally, so I apologize in advance for that, but we will keep it short and sweet, Um, so hopefully it's still enjoyable for you all. So I'm really excited today because this this topic honestly was my husband Ryan's idea. We speak about it a lot and he knows I'm a very big advocate for this and this topic is just I think so crucial in living your best life which is what we're all about here at the I'm Factor podcast. So what we're going to talk about today is your environment, your setting, your surroundings and making sure that you are creating an environment that brings you joy and the importance of being in the right environment for you and cultivating your environment, how that really impacts you in many different aspects across the board in your life. So I'm just going to jump right in and just say that I am a creature and a true product of my environment. And I think I learned this pretty early on in my life. I was raised by an incredible mother, excuse me, that really, I think, instilled in me. Now, looking back, I didn't realize it then, but a lot of core values and the importance of living in a place that brings you joy and that is very representative of who you are. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily live in a place that's huge and glamorous, all the things. It could be whatever works for you. But it more came from a place of, at least for my mom, being clean and being organized. And I saw that that was something that brought her a lot of peace and also a lot of joy. And she thrived in environments like that. So she would make sure that she would cultivate that for herself. So I learned from her And I saw her do that growing up. And to be honest, as I was growing up, I didn't really look at it that way. I was always more like, oh my gosh, my mom is just always trying to be super lean and everything has to be perfect. And, you know, honestly, I got a little bit annoyed and frustrated by that growing up. But now that I'm older, have my own home, am cultivating my own environments, right? I actually now look at that with such admiration as well. She really wanted to make sure that she was in an environment that would give her what she wants out of life and help her just always feel great. So I say all of that to say that I really think that that's where I first started to realize and see firsthand the importance and what actually cultivating an environment looks like. So fast forward to today, I really, really believe that how you set your environment really sets the tone up for you for your day-to-day life and that could look different for many people for me personally I think I got this from my mom but I need my environment 
to be a place that is organized, to be a place that is comfortable, to be a place that motivates me and inspires me, makes me feel at home. And I'm referencing my environment as my apartment, my house, right? But you also are going to be in other environments, right? You're going to be at school, in college, at work, at someone else's house. That's where it gets a little bit more difficult, right? That's where it really comes time to who and where do you want to spend a lot of your time with, who do you want to be surrounded by, and all that. But that's a totally different tangent. But what I'm referring to really in this conversation is your environment being your home, which is where you spend typically a lot of your time. So especially for someone like me, and I know there's so many people out there that work from home, especially just because of the day and age we live in and post-COVID and all of that, I actually have someone who worked from home even prior to COVID-19, and I was also doing grad school from home. Just I I was honestly constantly at home. So I think in my early adult life, I really started to realize how important it is to make sure that your environment suits you for the way you want to live and what you want to bring into your day-to-day. So what exactly do I mean by that? Let me give you some examples. For me, like I mentioned, I'm someone who inherently is pretty organized. I'm inherently someone who likes things to be clean and tidy. For me, I know that I get stressed out and overwhelmed very, very easily. So creating an environment that instills the opposite feelings for me is what I absolutely need so that means it has to be organized it has to be clean everything has a place and that is something that I really value and I learned over the years that I have to have that if I want to mitigate stressors and any type of negative feelings that could really deter me in my day-to-day so that's number one for me that's an example of one of my core values I have in my environment Another example for me that I know I really always love to have in the environment, in my home, is I know I'm someone who likes to feel special. And I personally know that I will absolutely splurge on different home products, but then I'll also go really bougie on a budget with other products. But I will mix and match high and low things of different items that to me will make me feel special. For example, I am someone who loves, loves, loves candles. So I will invest in a beautiful, more expensive candle because I know that's something that will provide that ambiance, make me feel special, make me feel a little bit more luxurious. But then I will go ahead and I will buy furniture off of Wayfair or something, high-low, right? Or at least that's where I'm at right now in this stage in life. But for me, again, in my environment, I know that another core value I have, besides for making sure it's an environment where it brings me peace and calmness and it's organized and clean so I don't feel stressed and overwhelmed, I also am someone who likes to feel special and likes to splurge on a few other things to really just, for me, give me that comfort. That's where I kind of find some of my comfort as well. Another thing that I would like to mention when you think about your environment, right, It's to really hone in on things that you enjoy and things that lift you up. So when I really think about my top tips of how to cultivate an environment that suits your life and helps you live your best life, it really honestly comes down to two things. And that's one, honing in on the things you enjoy and things that lift you up. So for everyone, it's different, right? I just mentioned candles. That's something that lifts me up. It makes me feel special. I love that. 
I also love flowers. Other people might like that too. And that's something that sparks joy, makes you happy. If you're someone that loves to travel, put travel pictures in your home or at your desk or whatever environment you're spending a lot of your time in, right? So it's really honing in on those items. I know for me, something that really lifts me up is my family. It's it's my husband. I have pictures of us all over, right? So it's really to hone in on those things. If you walk into my apartment, there are three things that you know you will see that is directly reflected of what brings me joy. And you see that directly in my environment. As soon as you walk in, you will see that usually it's pretty clean, tidy, and organized. Usually, right? That's number one. Number two, you will absolutely see candles. (laughs) And number three, you will usually absolutely see flowers unless it's allergy season right now. Those three things for me are always must in my environment because they spark joy. They really help cultivate the calming, nurturing, homey environment that I need in order to be able to sit in that environment all day or for a long period of time, get what I have to do done because I work from home. Or if I'm not working right, gives me a place where I am at peace and I am calm and I am happy and I feel like at home. So those are the things I value. But holding in on those things that lift you up is extremely, extremely important. And you want reminders of that across the board in your home. And the second thing, the other tip I have, is to include elements in your environment that inspire you. And for me, this is a big one. And I think that this is a good tip to have, not only if you're working from home or if you just spend a lot of time at home, but across the board, your home is your home base, right? That is your foundation. So having something that inspires you, you get those reminders and then you can go and take that with you throughout your day and into the so-and-so real world out there. So some examples of this is, I know for me, my family really motivates me. They really inspire me. So again, I have pictures of them everywhere. Another thing that is honestly something really, really special that really inspires me. And I've had this in every home I've lived in, whether it's where I grew up, all the dorms and apartments I lived in in college, all of the homes I lived in post-college, anywhere I go, I always have this. And this is a key in my environment. And what it is, is actually a picture. It's honestly a random picture, but it's a picture of both of my grandpas, so my dad's dad and my mom's dad, sitting in my parents' backyard when they first bought their house in New Jersey. And it's a picture of the two of them toasting with a shot of vodka. And then you see my dad and my uncles like far off in the distance in the background. It's a candid shot. I have no idea who took this picture. I have no idea how I got a hold of this picture. I have this picture in a frame that someone bought me this like cute frame, I think for my bat mitzvah maybe. And I have that picture in that frame and it goes with me in every single home that I live in. And I don't even know when I started this. I think I started this maybe when I was leaving for college. Again, I really don't even remember how I got a hold of this picture and why it spoke to me so much. But for as long as I can remember, I've always taken this with me everywhere I go. And every time I move, I always make sure that I do not misplace this picture in this frame. And now I keep it 
on my nightstand. And the reason why is because now that I'm older, I actually find a lot of inspiration and motivation from that picture. And that is because it reminds me that my grandparents sacrificed so much to come to this country for their children, for their children's children, and their children's children's children, right? So for so many more generations to come. And seeing that picture just reminds me of the fact that I'm so privileged that I come from a family and from grandparents who wanted to give their children and their future generations a better life. And that just sparks so much motivation in me, knowing that I cannot and should not let anything stop me from reaching my goals and seizing any opportunities because that is exactly why my two grandfathers and really my grandparents in general sacrificed so much. So I really need to make sure that I make the absolute most of the life that I've been given because of them. So it sparks a lot of inspiration. Some people, some people might say, wow, why would you have that on your nightstand? Maybe you should move that to your desk. I don't know. I've always had it there. It goes with me everywhere I go. And again, for me, I look at that picture and I see inspiration. It motivates me. So that is a very key core aspect in my environment. That is a source of inspiration for myself. Another source of inspiration for myself, and I know for many people out there, are vision boards. And truthfully, I could do a whole entire episode, and I probably will in season two, around goal setting and vision boards and all of that. But I make one every year. And not just on the first of the year, I make them multiple times, numerous different times throughout the calendar year, different topics, I separate them out, all that stuff. But a vision board, for those that don't know, is basically all the different goals and aspirations you have and you find cool pictures or quotes or words from magazines or online and you make a collage out of that and that's something that you get to look at. Throughout the year, people have it as their phone screensaver, which I usually do too. Um, people put them around their house, and it's just a reminder of where what you're trying to work towards. So that's a very big source of inspiration that you could absolutely display in your environment. And I actually have a friend, a dear friend, who blew her vision board up. She actually made it on Canva and you could print through Canva and it's beautiful and you can make it super artsy, super chic. And it honestly winds up turning to be a beautiful art piece too. So that's an idea um, around things that could inspire you and including those elements in your environment. The third thing I'll say And I just started to incorporate this in my environment recently. And I don't know about, I honestly haven't heard many people do it, but I actually got inspired about this through a Jay Shetty podcast, I believe it was, and Kendall Jenner was on it. And she basically talks about how she, and don't quote me exactly, but basically I think her mom or someone told her this, but if you look at a picture of yourself, when you were little, would you say the negative thoughts that you have in your head about yourself to that young girl? Would you? You probably wouldn't, right? Would you judge that young girl, like how you're judging yourself now as an adult, for those that have those thoughts and negative thoughts that come up? And when I heard her speaking about all this, and I'll post about this on Instagram so you can actually like 
see exactly what I'm talking about. But I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And to be honest, I'm someone who thinks negatively about myself sometimes and all these different things. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I genuinely look at a baby picture of myself, I would feel terrible if I would be thinking about that. I'm thinking about that, about that girl that I'm, that's staring back at me, that little girl, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, Gabby, I need to print a picture of myself when I was little, when I was a baby or whatever it is, put that at my work desk. And every time I have a negative thought about myself or something isn't going my way or I feel guilty or something comes up or I'm judging myself, let me look at that picture and remind myself, hey, you're judging that little girl that's in that picture. And that is my new source of inspiration and motivation. And it also has been reminding me of where I've where I've came from um, and how far I've grown and where I'm at now. So for me, that's another little element that I've included now in my environment as a source of inspiration. So just to recap, right, in general, having an environment that really brings you joy and calmness and lifts you up is homey and is a place that you want to be in, I think is so, so important. Because if you think about it, If you are in an environment, wherever you spend the bulk of your time, right? For me, it's my home. If I'm in an environment that is depressing or that I don't enjoy or that's really dark, I'm going to feel those feelings throughout my day. And that's going to bleed into my day-to-day life, right? You are a product of your environment. Versus if I'm in an environment that is light, that is airy, that brings joy to me, that makes me feel happy, makes me feel motivated... That's how I'm going to be living my day-to-day life. That influences and inspires what I'm going to do, how I'm going to feel, my mood, all of that. So having an environment that really speaks to you and is is a place of ease that you could take and will help you set yourself up for success and help you live your best life is so, so critical. And especially now that I'm a young adult, I find it even more important, especially because I'm constantly at home. And again, your environment could be anywhere. It could be your desk at work. And when I was in the office, I will definitely tell you, I had always had flowers on my desk. Things were always organized and I had pictures everywhere. That's the environment I wanted to cultivate for myself. And I knew that if I had those elements, I would perform well at work and I will feel good being there, et cetera, et cetera. So the environment is wherever you spend a lot of your time, you could have multiple environments, right? But for this purpose of this episode, I'm really talking about the home. So it is so important to really be in a space that is going to lift you up, is going to make you feel good. So that way you can accomplish and live the life, accomplish what you want, but also live the life in the way that you want to, that is the best version of who you are. And the second thing to recap, right, are my tips. You really should be honing in on things that you enjoy and things that lift you up. Candles, flowers, anything. If you're someone that loves music, that should be incorporated. If you're someone that loves sports, incorporate sports photography, whatever the case may be, right? But to me, honing in on the things you enjoy and making sure you include those elements is key. And secondly, you want to include elements that inspire you. And Those two things for me, I think it's super important to help cultivate that environment. And at the end of the day, it really all comes down 
to the ambiance. What is the ambiance that you want to be fully engulfed in, right? You get to create that and also creating an environment, which I encourage you to really take the time to play around with. But it's trial and error, you know, and whether it's something so simple as, oh, you know, I really want to elevate. I love coffee books. I love coffee table books. I love art. Let me invest in in a nice coffee table book. That's going to bring me joy. You, you could totally play around with so many different things. And I know a lot of this sounds probably super rudimentary and really basic and simple, but I think it's a good reminder because I don't think people really realize how much time you spend in different environments and how much that could impact you even subconsciously. So I encourage you to really take the time to play around, really think about what you value, what brings you joy, what inspires you, how you want to feel in your environment, how do you want to feel in your day-to-day, what do you want to accomplish and do in your day-to-day, and work based off of that to really cultivate the environment that's going to help support that best. And again, it is trial and error. You have to play around. Um, And just total, total silo, but just to quickly digress, because I didn't mention this earlier, but it just came in my mind, but I'm also someone that might have a super busy morning, and, and, or I, obviously, I sometimes get up earlier than my husband, and the bed doesn't get made, I will make sure that I make the bed, even if it's right before we're about to get into the bed, for me, that environment, and knowing I'm getting into a clean, nice, super crisp, organized tidy bed for me sets my light up for success that might sound crazy but I totally wanted to throw it in there I'm curious if anyone else does the same thing or if you guys are as like wild as I am when it comes to that but total side note but that is a very big part of my bed room environment is if the bed's not made I will make it even if it's four minutes before I jump into bed total side note but you guys get the gist And again, it all comes down to your ambiance and at the end of the day, you might not realize it, but how your environment impacts you, it's it's huge. It really, really is. So with all that being said, right, I obviously have to conclude with an I'm Factor product and there's no more fitting product than candles when it comes to this episode and for those that know me personally know as you guys heard on this episode I love candles I'm a big candle connoisseur as well as a bagel connoisseur and some other things but I love candles so I want to shout out a few specific brands that I absolutely love they're tested and true with the I'm factor and I really cannot love them enough and I'm someone who loves high and low candles but Some of the high-end candles that I absolutely love are Joe Malone specifically. I believe the scent I like the most is Peony and Blush Suede, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And then I also, of course, love Diptyque. Bayes is an amazing, super classic scent. Um, And then I also love Voluspa candles. And that's the one I specifically want to shout out. Um... And that's because they smell amazing. They also are a little bit more of a, in my eyes, more affordable price point. So I think they're really great for that, for what they are and for the packaging and everything. It's honestly a very fair price point. You can find them everywhere from Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom's, 
online Veluspa candles are amazing they come in so many different shapes and sizes I will say they also have some pretty cool jars and containers cool colorful colors cool shapes others that are more chic and sophisticated my absolute all-time favorite scent from them is crisp champagne I actually gave mini tin candles of crisp champagne by Veluspa to all the girls that were at my bridal ask um now almost like a year and a half, two years ago, which is crazy. But I absolutely love Veluspa candles. The other uh, brand I want to shout out is way, 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 way more affordable across the board. And that brand is called Sand and Fog. Now, you could find these candles at Marshalls, on Amazon, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, all of that. It is, I believe, a fully female owned brand. And they are delicious candles. They are super simple, super sleek, super chic. They come with a little wooden top. They're so nice. I absolutely love them and highly, highly recommend. And given that we're talking about environments and putting elements that spark joy and ease and calmness, candles for me are the absolute go-to and number one. I will say with candles, you absolutely have to be careful, right? It definitely can be a hazard so I would be very careful I have honestly one story I won't get into it but moral of the story is you really need to be careful with candles so just a caution um, and disclaimer as much as I love candles and I'm, and I'm advocating for them be careful with them in your house um so yeah that's what I have to say on that but candles are amazing I love those brands and really just can't recommend them enough so I think that's everything I have for you today again this was short and sweet I apologize for my lazily voice today um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it this is just a little quick reminder to really pay attention to your environment what sparks joy what will help you feel good and let you be successful and live the life that you want because whether you feel it or not or know it or not subconsciously and consciously where you spend a lot of your time and what that environment looks like absolutely impacts and bleeds into your day-to-day. So be careful of that. Take a good scan of what that looks like for you. Play around. Hone in on to the things that you enjoy and lift you up and include elements that inspire you, I think are some pretty important tips. So I hope you guys enjoyed. This is episode 18. We have a few episodes left for season one. There are so many things that are in the works and exciting that are yet to come. So thank you guys so, so much again for listening and for your support. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Whether you listen to it on your walk, in your car, during your morning routine, or at home, please take a second to subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at the I'm Factor Podcast to be a part of and engage in our awesome community. I would love to hear from you, so please leave a comment on this episode's Instagram posts with what your favorite moment or takeaway was. Please feel free to DM me with topics and guests you would like to hear from and see on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.